live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Who is Noda Begay third? A golf commentator who is a, a buddy of Tiger Woods from Stanford days. Oh, okay. Two Masters appearances. Mm-hmm. And he is uh, listed as a, a a type of expert, or he, he is? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't like yes. him as a commentator. Oh, okay. Well, I've just never heard of him, and everybody's listening to him like he's what he's saying is... Um, Extremely important. Well, he is thought to have some insight into Mr. Wood. Because of Tiger. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yes. they're pals. Got him. Stanford. I think he uh, they he was like his partner a couple of times mm-hmm. at various uh, pro-ams. He'd, have, he'd bring him in when he lost his guard and mm-hmm. play with him uh, here, here and there. All right. Yeah. Play ball. All right. Play ball. It's going to be a nice day, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yankee Stadium today. Yep. They got rained. They got yesterday weathered out for the traditional opener at Yankee Stadium. Today uh, we just saw our friend Mark Topkin doing an MLB Network hit on uh, from Yankee Stadium. He covers the Rays. I've had, we've had him on a few times. A good friend of mine. It was a deluge. Really? It's, so they're not going to play today either. They're going to uh, they're going to miss two in a row. That's why. I have revealed on Twitter, but I'm ready to reveal here now. Let me find it. You have a plan? The Ricey plan. All the right. Ricey for commissioner. This is going go. to fix baseball. Immunity protection. And I'm stuck <laughs> with the early start because of the players. Okay? The yep. players want more off days. So I can't change that. Right? Yep. yep. If I was commissioner and stuck with Thursday, March 29th opener. Yep. These teams would be home. Yep. Rays, Astros, Mariners, Angels, A's, Ranger, Rangers, Braves, Marlins, D-backs, Giants, Dodgers, Padres, Brewers, Roof, yep. Blue Jays, Roof, right. and the Nats. Now, Washington, That's uh, you, you got to get a 15th team. I'm taking Washington. And they're home for three series. All right. And then <laughs> on Monday, April 9th, we have the ML. We have the MLB reopener. All right. In other words, the other fifteen teams have their opener. Yep. Uh, on that day. Okay. And we reopen the season, right? right? Well, a little festive more. celebration. And we reopen. Twins, Whiteys, Tribe. Tigers, Royals, Red Sox, Yankees, O's, Pirates, Cards, Cubs, Reds, Mets, Phillies, and Rockies mm-hmm. are home. Mm-hmm. And they're home for 10. Now they're home for 10 games. And then pretend. And then everything. Then we start, you know, now now we got everybody's played. Yep. Yep. And nobody comes to the games anyway except for the opener. So we got the reopener. And here's the good news. We got the traditional opener in Washington. On March 29th, you right. know, we'll try to we try to be nice to the trumpeter and get him to come out and throw the first he ball. Won't. He did Or Pence or somebody. Yeah. And then Cincinnati, they have the reopener because yeah. that's the that used to be the old traditional opener because it's where the first Major League Baseball game was the first baseball game was played. All right. On April 9th. It's brilliant. I think so. 
One of the great plans of my two-stadium idea mm-hmm. was that the Twins could have had two openers. Yes, right. That is true. The indoor opener That's and the outdoor true. opener. Now, e- even this, that. even this, even the Ricey plan might not have solved what is occurring, mm-hmm. the weather. I was just looking at the Winnipeg website, okay? The Jets? The Jets. I just wanted to see who covers the Jets and because and, they're going to be our opponent, and I think it's fantastic. Now, there are six... How many hours north of us? Six hours, let's say. No, more than that. Yeah, probably more than that. However north. They're north of us, but their headline says, spring weather still weeks away. Mm -hmm. Forecast. Weeks. Weeks. Plural. Weeks. Has anybody told, has Dave told us what it's going to be like in two weeks? Jonathan Uhas is predicting thunderstorms a week from this Thursday. So it will be warm enough 60, for thunderstorms. 60 degrees. And you know... A week from Thursday. A week from Thursday. Pat, yesterday during GL, we learned that Dave gets hate mail. Judd informed the mayor that the poor guy got booed at the Wild Game. Wild got game. booed at the Wild Game. <laughs> <laughs> because he gave the forecast. Apparently, Channel 5's got some deal on the yeah. screen. Hey, yeah. when you're driving home yeah. tonight, blah, blah, and they booed the hell out of <laughs> Yeah, him. that's what I saw last <laughs> night. Probably why he's not here today. That's yeah. last night. And these are hockey fans. <laughs> <laughs> these are people who like cold weather. Right. Mm-hmm. You do this at the at Target Field on Thursday, you might get beat up. Mm-hmm. They might charge you, right? Because <laughs> they have to play Thursday. Because Friday's worse. Friday's worse. Friday's twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. You don't play. You can't play. You can't play twenty-seven. What's the coldest, Mister Met Stadium? What's the coldest ever? Oh, I meant to bring in the book. I think maybe thirty-six <laughs> at game to at first pitch. Yeah. Time. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And and during I'll bring evening. it in. I'll make a note. But here's what's amazing. Monday, I believe Monday, didn't I tell you that the low, they're playing a night game, right? And mm-hmm. the high is 36 or yep. 8 or something. But the low is like 7 or something. Monday so night, yes. I don't know. I don't know when it's. Sometime in the next five, six days, the low is going to be 7. And we're going to be trying to play baseball. Can you imagine hitting a ball seven. with a bat in that degree weather? And here's the other thing they've done, Joe. These idiots, the Twins not only didn't open till April 12th, they didn't play a night game right. until May. Right. I looked it up uh, when they when they first moved into this place and they first played some April night game. I think at Met Stadium in 21 years, they played seven night games in April mm-hmm. at Met Stadium, and they all were like that wow. last Friday before... May, you know, the weekend. Well, they're going for a night game Monday, Monday night, night against Houston. Yeah. That's and not going to be... And it's, this is all done for the glory of FSN and whoever the hell Houston's uh, network is. It's all done for the regional TV fellas. I'd uh, tell them... The low Monday is 15, which means uh, at yeah. 9 o'clock at night, it's going to be 20 degrees. Yes. Yeah, you're going to start the game, mm-hmm. and it's going to be 31. Mm-hmm. But by the time we end up playing three and a half hours, and with that Houston lineup, that's the minimum, three and a half hours. <laughs> you know, the last time they were here for a three-game series, they scored 40 runs in three days. Now, the Twins pitching is obviously better, but that means, you know, yeah, you're right. It's well, wait 18. A Can maybe, you play when it's 18? Maybe this will work to the Twins' advantage to slow down that Houston offense. Well, it could, but... <laughs> If the forecast is that at 9 o'clock it's going to be 22 degrees, you can't play, can you? I wouldn't you think so. You can't start the game. Does Major League Baseball have a cutoff point? 
for no, temperature. No, I, I saw an interview with St. Pete uh, with Mike Grandhead in the paper, and they said they're, it's up to the home team. Well, like you say, they'll play Thursday for sure because yeah. Friday's going to be worse. Friday's worse. Then Saturday, Saturday and, Sunday, Monday, good well, luck to you. Yeah, well, uh, Saturday and Sunday, you got uh, the small issue of snow and mm-hmm. speaking in of, the forecast. Speaking of the Prez, you know, he's very active on the Twitter and social yeah. media and answering fans' questions. Yeah. And he was asked about 7,000 times if they'd entertain the thought of playing at U.S. Bank Stadium. And he had... <laughs> And he had to keep replying, no, we have never once made that uh, an option. You, uh, you cannot do that. No. we got to make it clear. We're thrilled to be back playing outside. Yes. That's fantastic. you got to use some common sense. But you gotta, you got to schedule differently. Yes. You can't... And you can still get April 10th can be terrible. Right. I but you've got a better chance. I think the warmest home opener in the new ballpark was the first year. It was 75 against Boston. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they they were here a week earlier, remember? And they played, played the St. Cardinals Lewis. in two games, and it was in the thirties. Yeah, but it was, uh, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Play ball. How many people? <laughs> how many of those thirty nine thousand? A ten thousand aren't going to come to the game. No, yeah, and fifteen thousand will be gone by the fourth. As soon as they get their free sweatshirt. Yeah, are we giving them free? We I must think, be giving. Them I think free we're stuff. giving them free sweatshirts again yeah. this year. Yeah, they ought to give them. Free uh, electronic warmers, warmers, or something. Snowsuits. Just a moment. The players are all saying baby oil. They yeah. put baby oil. Well, here we go. Here we go. Now? Yeah, now you are, but that's that's an off the air subject. Oh, oh. Okay. Please. Mm-hmm. How about your Villanovas? <laughs> they can shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. They can shoot the ball. They run a nice offense and uh, look like Michigan said, "Okay, we'll start this game by not guarding this Divincenzo as hard as we're guarding everybody else," and he made about six in a row. And uh, yeah, it is kind of interesting that Villanova. In this uh, alleged season of uh, parity in college basketball, was 20 points better than everybody they played. Every victory in the tournament was by yeah. double figures. The only uh, struggle they had was against Texas Tech because the West Virginia game, actually West Virginia hung with them for a while, and West Virginia is just rugged. They're a mm-hmm. bunch of thugs, and they beat beat on you. And it took uh, West Virginia... It took. Uh, Villanova a while to get started against Texas Tech, but they still handled them. And our guy... Uh, Brandon Lang, he he gave it to, this to us. On uh, he told us this was going to happen Thursday or Friday, one one of those days. Tom, hey guys, I got a question for you, Pat. Why don't the players' union, or why doesn't the players' union go to the owners and somehow negotiate something about uh, temperature conditions that ex- that it is acceptable to both parties? Because this is a snow pulled hamstring away from ruining a season. When they're playing in stuff like this, they uh, the the problem is the unbalanced schedule means that teams, you know, if the Seattle Mariners were in the Twins division and they were going to come back here, they wouldn't be so desperate to play. But the imbalanced schedule, because they want the Yankees and the Red Sox to play each other eighteen times, they have the unbalanced schedule and. 
two-thirds of the teams that come here, uh, the individual teams that come here are only here once. And uh, that you got to try to get the games played because otherwise these teams got to fly in on an off day that you also have an off day. And uh, it's uh, very complicated. But it's, it's imbalanced schedule is a big problem. Didn't you also say that a lot of the teams down south do not want to load up at the beginning of the season and then they're stuck playing away from home towards the end of the season? Well, Isn't that's that not – no, no. It doesn't have to be. Uh, that You know, that at, as I said, on April 20th, you could have everybody having 72 home games left. You just play the, the, the play – Places with better conditions, have them play nine games, and then you come home for a 10-game homestand starting April 10th or so. And then they have 70. It's, it has nothing to do with September. It's, you can just, you know, you can get yeah. that you can get that inequity taken care of by October 20, April 20th. They, they, this is going to look like, uh, uh, the lineup's going to look like a getaway Sunday afternoon game or Wednesday afternoon game because you're going to be playing all the scrubs for the first week of the season just so nobody gets hurt well they'll play that that has never been done they just play these guys and pray that nobody nobody does anything (laughs) bad all right thank you all All right right. now big miggy big big miggy was all bundled up snow was all bundled up in baltimore where it was 55 right he had the hat on and he had the he said he the, had the, all the bank the, robber he had, mask. Yeah, he had everything ready. He is going to be a hurting puppy the next week or so. That's for sure. Mike? Hey, I was just wondering if our local nine are on the cusp of making Major League Baseball history by losing three home openers in one season. Has uh, any other team done oh, that? Oh, I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, I would imagine that there's been teams that opened at three different places. And lost all three? <laughs> Well, they uh, yeah they they would have to lose here uh, when they ever they play that game, but uh, yeah, I'm sure that that's been happen that's happened. Alrighty, okay. And got him, John. Hey guys, service dog John here. Hi. Hey, did you guys happen to catch Jimmy Kimmel last night? No. He had a great line. He uh, he said uh, the game tonight at Yankee Stadium was closed due to the cold. Mm-hmm. And then he said, I heard it was so cold that even the footlongs were only five inches. That's Points awarded. Yes. A wild clinch playoffs. Yes. Yeah, good for them. They go out and shut out Edmonton team with Connor McDavid trying to win the uh, Hart Trophy as the best player and uh, shut them out. No problem. Even with these new young defensemen. Another UMD kid, Suse. Is it Suse? Suse? How do we pronounce that? I heard Suse on the broadcast Susie? last night. Okay. That's right, because you were watching. I was watching Villanova, but. Uh, well, I was back and forth a little bit, but the six year old is locked in on that's hockey. That's what you man. get. Yeah, Don't I know. take him to a game. I know. I know. Come on, some skates. Let's go. I, I uh, met the uh, grandkids downtown last night. You made it. And they. Uh, they, they, he, uh, the boy, the seven-year-old boy, was practicing at the Tria Center. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? They have a, a Tria Rink. They call it the Tria Rink. St. Paul. St. Paul. I uh, thought it was amazing. Treasure Island. I gave well, you the it's a Treasure steer. Island building, oh. but the Tria Rink. But they have a half hour of instruction with uh, who's the gal, the skating coach. 
that was uh, Diane Ness. Diane Ness. Oh yeah, she taught Barisi she got a, how to skate. Got a, taught Barisi. And she's my two a, kids. She's got a half hour and a couple of, and then they bring another group in in a half hour later, and they have I don't know what you learn in a half hour, but they have to get all the equipment and you know. One thing you there. learn in a half an hour. <laughs> what a with, cost. With no. That Diane Ness is mean. <laughs> is that right? That's what the kids say. She's not mean. She's just very direct and yeah. doesn't suffer skating fools. Okay. You're, you're there to learn. somebody how to skate? It's like swimming. You can either, you either swim yeah. or you don't. Give no, them the no, basics that. and then finally tune those. Try to get a little power in those legs. <laughs> that uh, Diane Ness skating school is uh, really top drawer. Anyway, the, uh, the granddaughter has a birthday Wednesday, so we had to get her gifts. But I took them to a fine meal. At Mickey's Diner. All right. Mickey, they made their oh, debut right in the car? at Mickey's Diner right around the corner. <laughs> nice. Yes, and they were uh, they were a little puzzled by the uh, clientele. Why the, are we eating little, in a street car? <laughs> yes, they were a little puzzled. Grandpa, but, what is happening? But they had pancakes. They were just fine. They were fine. Oh, yeah. But Mickey's, Mickey's got an interesting staff there. Mm-hmm. They're very conversant. They'll just kind of wander out in the... The kitchen and start talking. Start talking yeah, about right. what, random whatever you yes, want. That's right. Whatever. Or don't want. Yeah, yeah, but that's okay. What I think hell? what you were doing was watching the budget. No, I was looking for a convenient location. Yeah, that's pretty more convenient. than anything, and with parking. And I was just saying you didn't want to have to repark. Yes, yeah. that's true. Does you Mickey's know, have its own parking? Yeah, yeah. big parking. Park right outside right St. Paul. Fantastic companies or whatever it is now. Mm-hmm. For they pizza. can cook an egg and a hash brown too, which is what? What more do you need in life? You that's know, right. Speaking of of random talking and and people talking about sports, last night as I was waiting to get on this uh, this flight, mm-hmm. I heard a familiar voice, and he was talking sports. And none other than Bob Sweeney uh, really? was hopping on a the flight. Sweeney's was Sweeney's, there. And as soon as he saw me, hey, you tell Ricey, you tell Joe, <laughs> you tell those guys. And so who's, I forgot. Who's Sweeney visiting down there? I don't know. He's making the international man of mystery. I'm not okay. sure. Well, he is an international man of Sports mystery. Sports talk will be back shortly. But now, thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business. And nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale. From the Wall Street Journal and your money now. Hi, Joe. We had another volatile trading session today, but this time we ended up on the plus side. Stocks bounced back from Monday's sell-off. The de- the gains accelerating in the final hour. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 389 points to close at 24,033. The Nasdaq Composite gained 71 points, and the S&P 500 picked up 32. Tyson Foods plans to step up environmental sustainability efforts by changing prices practices on the grain farms that feed its chickens, hogs, and cattle. The meat company said it is committing to improved environmental practices on 2 million acres of corn production. That's enough to feed all the chickens Tyson produces in a year. And then some. The plan involves steering farmers toward using less fertilizer and reducing erosion. Walmart is teaming up with MoneyGram on a new global wire service offering low flat fees to send money anywhere in the world. They are calling it Walmart 2 World. I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. All right. Thank you very much, Bruce. Uh, this traffic is sponsored by KFC. I, you know what? There's, there's no traffic to tell you about. There's no accidents. Liar. There's no accidents. Not an accident anywhere in the system right now. 
And, on these uh, slippery roads, no, people are being extra careful? I think everybody stayed home, perhaps. Oh, Because okay. there's no congestion either. So let me tell you that KFC's $20 Phillips will feed a family of four with eight pieces of delicious Kentucky Fried Chicken, two sides of taters and gravy, coleslaw, and four flaky biscuits for just 20 bucks. So stop into a KFC and treat yourselves to a $20 Phillip. KFC, it's finger-licking good. 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast. Cloudy and breezy down to 12 tonight. Sunny and chilly with a high of 30 tomorrow. Cloud and sun mix on opening day Thursday. 36 for a high. Uh, right. Here's John Hyde in the newsroom. Hey, Joe. We have snow out there and 30 degrees. Uh, the, the Wild made the playoffs last night, defeated Edmonton 3 to nothing, and, of course, the Avalanche lost. The Wild now make the playoffs. The Wild also last night making it official. Ryan Suter has a broken right ankle. He will miss the rest of the it's season. It's the ankle, huh? It's the not the ankle. fibula, huh? Yeah, it's the wow. ankle. Every report said fibula until the Wild released last night. Ankle. It looks so. like it's a high ankle because yeah, that that part of his leg was pretty high when it bent. Yeah. So uh, we we have no hopes of him returning for a long and uh, spicy playoff run either. Right? Nope, that's correct. He done. It's done. Yep. He done. Uh, Twins off today. They'll play Pittsburgh again tomorrow night before they come home to play their first home game of the season Thursday against Seattle. Why, why the hell don't you play on Tuesday? <laughs> And then tell that team that's at your place. Mm -hmm. Now, if we get rained out Tuesday, you got to stick around and play Wednesday. Okay, Mm -hmm. boys? Mm -hmm. But play two games. It is. Common sense. (laughs) Uh, What what do we, you know, the garage logic of baseball would be. uh, You should take your plan to the players union and say, here. Yes, I got it figured Uh, out. Here's a gift, guys. Here's a gift. Yes. Rook, I'm going to assume that you missed uh, sports talk yesterday, but uh, speaking of baseball, the uh, the mayor um, was giving Patrick and I a little quiz on 38 different <laughs> not, questions not on baseball. Good. We only got, I think, a total of eight correct, yes. but that's not the point. Oh, okay. George Wills, Here, pompous questions by a pompous ass. Have we transferred baseball confidence? Here's why Joe would make a really poor game show host, <laughs> okay. and I think you'll relate He's yep. a bad waiter. Yeah. <laughs> he wants the answer right. now. Why, why well, don't you have the time answer? Was every, yeah. every time question. was a waste. Every question. Why don't you have the answer? The clock. Yeah, right. I, there were a couple times I was sitting out listening. He asked the question, and within five seconds, yeah. Joe gave the answer. Because right. he was tired he of was waiting. Sick of waiting. <laughs> well, I could tell looking at you two morons. Yeah. You had no shot. <laughs> <laughs> and for time constraints, I kicked Height and Manny out of the contest. Yeah, I would have never gotten done. <laughs> Manny might have gotten them all right, though. I could knew you about five. You, yeah, I was gonna say, can you imagine Joe like on Jeopardy? No, nope, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> Try again. News notes from today: The city of Forest Lake has appointed a new council member to fill a vacant seat. The council reviewed 13 candidates for the seat left empty by former council member Mike Freer. Freer vacated the seat after accusations he didn't live in the city while serving on the council. The four council members deliberated over several candidates before Mayor Ben Winnick declared a deadlock. Winnick then appointed Blaine Backus to fill the fifth council seat. They'll swear him in at a later date. So did Mike never live in the city? That's, he, uh, ran, he ran and he never lived there. He owned a house, but he didn't live in the house. Oh, That's the okay. way I took the story when I read mm-hmm. it in the past. Uh, Chris showing me something right here. A city manager of San Bruno, California says multiple 911 calls are reporting a shooting at YouTube headquarters. Wow. Hmm. So if we get any more details on that, we'll uh, pass those along to you.
With the opioid epidemic sweeping through parts of Minneapolis, police officers on the city's hard-hit south side will soon start carrying the overdose-reversing drug naloxone. Initially, officials say 125 officers from the 3rd Precinct will be equipped with life-saving kits as part of a pilot program that was first announced last fall. But Mayor Jacob Fry pledged to outfit the rest of the department's officers by the end of the year. Uh, This is commonly known as Narcan. It quickly counteracts the effects of an opioid overdose by blocking opiate receptors in the body and reversing the slow uh, breathing that can cause death. Is this the stuff they stuck into Uma Thurman in uh, in, uh, Pulp Pulp Fiction? Oh, yeah. they gave her that shot. I think this works in a different way, though. You don't have to do. You don't that. have to jam it right through to, the heart. No, no. Okay, that'd be hard to do. But I suppose if somebody's dying, you'd take a shot, right? Yeah, and I. They, oh, I'm sorry, I broke this. Need a okay, cake? Can we get another one? And you're trying to, you know, work in a quick the best, environment. The best part of that, though, is that he takes her home, and she said, "Well, thank you for the yeah, thank you for the nice evening." <laughs> <laughs> Brought me back from the dead, so thank you. President Trump's description of bleephole countries prompted 162 complaints to the FCC about news coverage of it, according to public records obtained through a Freedom of Information Act request. Tom Hollihan is a professor at the University of Southern California who studies political communication, says, yes, if you're wondering, that's an extraordinarily high number of complaints. Most were submitted online and by phone from January 11th through January 22nd, targeting CNN, which shared the full expletive spoken by reporters and analysts on graphics. The FCC does not regulate cable news. CNN declined to comment publicly for the story. However, there were also complaints against other broadcast organizations, including NPR, NBC, and CBS. NPR chose to air the word unedited. NBC News also offered a warning before quoting the president, and CBS News did not air the full expletive in broadcast or in graphic. We did not use the word either. We did not. But if the president uses it, I think you can. I agree, but we chose not to. Mm -hmm. Because we're a class. Yeah, we're a class. But those are, are those people that are calling and complaining, are they the Craig Stadler types that are just waiting to to pounce on some type of information and, and then call it in and, oh, I was offended? Mm-hmm. Or there are Trump supporters who don't like him looking like a jackass. Okay, that could be true. But then they—that's a full-time job if you're trying to protect him from looking like a jackass. <laughs> the Vatican is to hold a training course for priests in exorcism next yeah, they month. Need right? to, oh. they, need, they need a draft. Do we got to run right now? We got to run on those or what? No, there's a shortage of exorcism priests. But I mean, is there a run on exorcisms? Are we? They're in, they're on the increase. Okay. Yeah. Got this it. is amid claims that demands for deliverance from demonic possession have greatly increased across the world. The Vatican-backed International Association of Exorcists, which represents... Oh, what a convention that is. You got a, you got a card? You got your card yeah. with you? Yeah, I'm set. How many did you do this year? I got four of them. What's yeah. weirder, that or the what furry you convention? Charge? You know, the, the wife... there's a rate system? The wife or? used to get pretty good money when she did uh, run around the country doing her interventions. Mm-hmm. But... A couple, three grand. I mean, you got to get more than that. Well, what, are you know, what are the dues? You know, what are the annual dues? You got to get, gotta some get dough. 10 grand right, minimum yeah. plus expenses, I would think. Yeah. You know, because the guys, you know, you might be a little short of money, but if you're possessed by the devil, right. you'd probably want to, yeah. you'd spend whatever it no took, limits. Right? Yeah. And you want, a little, you want the extra insurance just in case, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Unless in case it comes right. back. In case it comes back, we do kinda this like, one for free, but it's like 99 You get sprayed for termites <laughs> yes. and they come back. Yeah. Yeah. The International Association of Exorcists represents more I don't than buy it, by the way, but go ahead. 200 Catholic, Anglican, and Orthodox priests said the increase represented a pastoral emergency. 
According to a priest from Sicily, number of people in Italy claiming to be possessed had tripled to 500,000 a year. And an Irish priest has said demand for exorcisms has risen exponentially. Last year, the Christian think tank Theos reported exorcisms were a booming industry in the U.K., particularly among Pentecostal churches. What's he doing? I don't know. What are you guys doing? You need your paperwork? <laughs> I think Josh should, be a, good, think yeah. Josh should be a good international scope. It is now we go with uh, financial planning and exorcism. We, uh, we have now found this to be a future, oh, the futures of exorcisms are plentiful <laughs> and uh, i will give you 48 minutes for free 12 of those minutes devoted specifically to believers or non-believer exorcisms okay 13 year old boy Call me now or wait for my live shot with patrick <laughs> Josh, I love you. Yes, we all do. You may have seen this yesterday. A 13-year-old boy rescued after being trapped for more than 12 hours in the tunnels of Los Angeles' sewer system. If he doesn't die of an infection, that'll be the miracle. Jesse Hernandez was freed after a massive search by police, fire, and sanitation crews in what rescue officials called a miracle. Hernandez said, I was thinking, like, I'm going to die. I was never going to see my parents again. He recalled what he thought was going through his mind when he plunged 25 feet into a four-foot-wide sewer pipe from an abandoned concrete building. So where did he plunge from, Johnny? From or, fell the, off a bridge or something. No, he, no, he, went he through, literally. Yeah, he just. That's uh, so what I just said. He, he plunged oh, twenty five feet. He just into was a, walking through some money in the cat he, scan bucket for you guys. He, he was yeah, both of them. He was jumping on a, a wood thing. You uh, think when they start an exorcism, the exorcist says, "Let's get your paperwork." Done. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like the deluxe? Or we have a uh, we have a uh, over here. We have a clearance. This is the clearance uh, exorcism. It's kind of half off. <laughs> Demonic. We may or may not find one, but it's uh, it's uh, it's the spring house clean. You have one where you're guaranteed to find something. Yes, but that will cost extra. This is uh, not cheap. <laughs> Uh, the kid so they found, jumped uh, on a board. He jumped on a board just having fun, okay. like kids sure, do. Yeah. And he fell 25 feet into oh, the sewer pipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, there's a lot of he's pipes. He's like he's so, a fall didn't kill him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did get a breakthrough when a camera captured handprints along the walls of a tunnel. Uh, after more than 12 hours underground, rescuers finally found Hernandez about a mile east of where he first fell. After sanitation crews pulled him to safety, he immediately asked for a cell phone so he could call up his mom. He said, Mom, I'm alive. Come pick me up. <laughs> Don't yeah, be geez. fooled by the demons. If they tell you they know a future stock, uh, risen or down, do not be fooled by demons. Exercise these financial demons with Josh Arnold. <laughs> Playing, even though the place looks about a third full and it's raining like hell. I gotta get those ball games. Yes, you do. Not under the racy plan. <laughs>
Uh, Masters news, sort of. Okay. Spectators who yell phrases like dilly dilly will be removed immediately Good. from Augusta National Good. at the Masters. Lock them up. Uh, this is being reported by Bryce Ritchie of Bunkered Online. He reports that security staff at the golf course has been handed a list of sayings that are prohibited. Anyone who shouts them will be removed immediately. In addition to Dilly Dilly, what, Dilly Dilly's NASCAR, right? Isn't that's that? the Bud Light. That's, that's the Bud, Bud Light. Light thing. Okay. Well, I thought that was uh, uh, the NASCAR races, too, doesn't uh, Oh, I'm, I don't know. It okay. might be. This, is, this looks terrible. Yes. You can see their breath. It's raining to beat hell, and, and they're trying to there. play in New York. Nobody there? No. Yeah. It's not as festive an opener as you'd want. Well, no. at least those tickets, I'm sure, were cheap yeah, at Yankee yeah, Stadium exactly. for a home opener. So, uh, in addition to Dilly Dilly, how about uh, you, demand? I'm sure that's one. I do not okay. have a list in, in front. Get, get in the hole. hole. Get in the hole. That's got to be Big potato, or what's the other one? <laughs> Mashed potatoes? <laughs> Never heard that one. Yeah, yeah. Dilly dilly, okay. Yeah, they get they're a little uh, autocratic down there at Augusta. They uh, they don't like you to run either. <laughs> you can't run from one hole to the other. Uh, one other uh, golf story. This this is a tough one. Is that another thing they're they're banning? Stop running from one hole to the other. <laughs> no, they did. They they if you if you scurry, they'll uh, get your you badge get kicked number out? and Ooh. throw you out. Uh, do you love golf? I, I don't. Joe, do. you do, and do. Pat, you do, yes. and Chris, you do. Uh, well, uh, more well, of a mild like for me. Okay, here's a guy who really loves golf. Okay, man was filmed quote having sex with the ninth oh, hole yes. while pleasuring himself with the flagpole in Great Britain. Mm-hmm. I'm confused already. Okay, now, Joe, when you go he, to the golf course, the, you got one thing on your he mind. He took the flagpole out. He did take the flagpole out. Is he then? Committing the act with the hole that's he, been he is he is doing that and he's um what's How he can doing I with put the flag uh, a little extra work yeah, I don't think you need to try yeah you, you get the idea hole you, you get the idea okay oh very wow. good work very good work <laughs> I think we got some uh, emotional issues here with this gentleman Stephen Gayton who was trying to finish the 18 hole course noticed the man lying on the grass in the rain with his trousers down around his <laughs> knees. In the uh, video, the man can be seen holding the flagpole while filming himself at Brackenwood Golf Course in Merseyside yesterday. It's got to be some kind of a challenge, doesn't it? The game can get to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I'm so frustrated. Yes. After about a minute, the man places the flag back into the hole and gets up from the ground before pulling his trousers back up. He can be seen looking around before casually walking off around the side of a bush. Steven, the fellow who was filming it, said he was on his own and looked like he was just doing it for a kick and filming himself doing it. It's the most weirdest thing I've ever had the misfortune to see, not just on a golf course, but anywhere. Yeah, I, I'd say it's top five. Just you, thanks for showing me. <laughs> Working on a slice. Yeah. In Australia, the man who was involved in a bar fight didn't let the knife sticking out of his back get in the way. Ooh. Yeah, I went in to order another pint of beer from the bar <laughs> boy. before going to the hospital. Is that tough? Is that tough? Yeah. That's yeah. tough. Yeah. The 27-year-old got into a fight at the Birwa Hotel on Australia's Sunshine Coast with another man. They were both kicked out of the bar where the fight continued with the 27-year-old being stabbed in the back. Despite the Can knife, I get one more while I wait? <laughs> Despite the knife still being lodged in his back, he went back to the bar and ordered another beer. Mm-hmm. He finished that beer, then went to the Sunshine Coast University Hospital. A Queensland police spokesman said that there had been a substantial amount of alcohol involved in the incident. The two men knew one another. The victim said he doesn't want to press charges, and yes, he will be 
just you fine. know I bet what they were arguing about was cricket whether the uh, <laughs> whether yeah. the discipline was too severe for could have the, been. Uh, the cricket or not severe seriously. enough <laughs> yes, could have been the other a New York State Preeb and Murph would have had a hell of a you know. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Preeb and Murph without the knives. A New York State man embroiled in a legal battle with the state has started construction on a highway off-ramp leading directly to his business. In other words, building his own ramp. Okay, I don't think that's legal. Eric White is uh, a Seneca and owner of businesses, including the Big Indian Smoke Shop on the Cataraugus Reservation, was seen leading building crews in the construction of the highway exit on the New York State Thruway leading directly to his shop. Federal Highway Administration spokesman said the construction of new ramps would normally require the agency's approval, but said the rules might be different for tribal land. Spokesman said he's researching the matter. Well, the ramp construction is believed to be retaliation from White after an administrative law judge ruled to uphold $2.4 million worth of fines that were imposed on him after he was accused of selling untaxed cigarettes back in 2012. White had argued the sale of cigarettes was legal. He was not required to pay taxes on them because they were native brands transported from one reservation to another. Paul Cambria, White's attorney, said he plans to appeal that decision. Meanwhile, Cambria said White doesn't think his highway construction violates any state or federal laws. Says he's just trying to make it easier to get to his shop. Mm-hmm. He must have. He must be doing pretty good, though, if he can afford to build a ramp. <laughs> we uh, don't know if it's like a beautiful cement uh, kind of ramp. Uh, I saw kind of a gravel road. road. Is he doing it nicely, <laughs> elegantly? Or? Yeah. I saw uh, some video of it. They had just started it, and they had smoothed out the road like you would normally, mm-hmm. but they hadn't laid any concrete mm-hmm. yet, okay. so I don't know. Uh, you guys remember the show <clears throat> Cops, right? The theme song? Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. Bad boys, bad boys. Okay. What you gonna yeah. do? A teenager in New Jersey was arrested as he sat in the cop car started singing the theme from the <laughs> television show Cops <laughs> after a chase through New Jersey. 16-year-old driving a stolen car when the officers gave chase on Saturday. Officers pursued the vehicle through a golf course before the suspect bailed out. Uh, He can be heard singing on the dash cam video once uh, he's arrested. Bad boys. There it is. So wait a minute. But, but he, he was, was already, already arrested. arrested. Oh, yeah, so he they, was already arrested. But they arrested. added to the charge for uh, no, they singing? Didn't. No, oh, okay. they didn't add anything. No, he just was being clever. And, and, I, you know. In fact, police released it thinking it was rather amusing. Okay. Uh, his name was not released because he's a juvenile. He faces charges including eluding, resisting arrest by flight, burglary, and receiving stolen property. Uh, from what I've seen of cops and not a, not a lot, there's usually drugs or alcohol involved yeah. in most of these arrests. And not a lot of uh, quality shirts. No. Is that no. Actually, right. actually yes. rarely shirts. Yes. I always right. take them off. Is it, not, some is it uh, non-fiction? Yeah, it's, yeah, they, it's like a documentary oh, yeah. style. Ca- cameras follow the police cars around town. Oh, yeah. You're confusing film. it with Reno 911. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, that one is... Uh, <laughs> they film whatever's Based happening. on mm-hmm. real stories. Cop is on 20 years, Joe. You've never seen cops? Really? You know, I just don't watch a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Some neat cars in there. Boy, Boy the Ricey theory is being endorsed right now. Right. Look at, look at the weather in San Francisco. TV even gave up on the San, Yankees. Yeah, they gave up. It was raining ah. and... About 20 degrees in New York here. It's a gorgeous in day San by Francisco. The bay. Yes. Yep. Isn't Seattle going to be in for a shot? Where's the commissioner? Look at your television, <laughs> you moron. <laughs> Pat, what's coming up? 
Mr. Mark Wicker, uh, directly from Augusta at 4.15 or so. And Tom Kelly, first appearance of the year at 5.03. All right. Pretty good. And then we'll, I bet he uh, buy into the Ricey plan. Eh, well, he's, you know, he had metrodome for his entire managerial career. Yeah. He's, he doesn't have any complaints. Because, back, of course, back in the Metrodome days, we would have been one of the teams at home for the first 10 games. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, he probably would. I don't think TK ever had many complaints about the Dome. Well, in a like... weird way, it's going to be a fun, weird weekend <laughs> just to watch what happens. Yes, well, Sunday, will, Saturday and Sunday will be really interesting if it's actually snowing right. like it's supposed to. 1500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's, uh, I don't know, 29 degrees and a blizzard.